On a weekly basis, we receive so many questions about financial planning. What is it and what should I be asking my financial advisor? What are the things I should be considering when looking for a financial advisor? That's what's coming up today on the Allon Exchange. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with the faces of my weekend, the dynamic duo, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. Any and all questions you have about financial planning, preparing for retirement, having the financial future that you want and dream of. They have you covered at Allon Planning Partners. All you need to do to set up a time to sit down with Jay, Brittany, and the team at Allon is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Brittany, Jay, how is the holiday weekend treating you so far? Wonderful. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, being out on the lake a little bit later this uh, weekend and over the holidays. So we're doing wonderful. Doing how- great. How are you, Chrissy? I I can't complain. I'm always happy to spend time with you guys. And I, I learn so much and I'm kind of blown away with the amount of, I, I won't say information, I'll just say content, I guess, on social media regarding uh, financial planning, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of feeds into this disinformation, and it's not specific to social media either. It's also all over any search engine. So we're going to dive into this predicament and have a list of the top questions that have been searched uh, online regarding financial advisors. We sure. consulted Google and DuckDuckGo. But a lot of these are questions, actual questions that folks have asked Jay and Brittany just this week alone. Absolutely. Well, and some of these we've we've been asked this week, and some of them we have helped clients formulate the verbiage to what they're looking mm-hmm. for almost. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people have questions, but they don't even know how to ask them or, or you know, it's it's really helping them determine what you need to be looking for when it comes to working with a financial mm-hmm. advisor. And we should, I guess, start at the at the beginning. And Let's do it. with what is a financial advisor and what can a financial advisor do for me? Yeah, a, a financial advisor, it, that is such a broad term. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it, it can, here's what we run up against is that it, it can mean so many different things. To different people. To yeah. different people. It could mean, hey, I've got an insurance agent. It could mean I've got somebody helping me, uh, you know, take care of my debt. It could mean I've got somebody managing my investments and handling my portfolio allocations. It could mean a number of things. So, um, and all of those things are accurate because there are a ton of people that call themselves financial advisors and all those different types of roles. Mm -hmm. So we want to help you distinguish between those and the differences between them so that you can know exactly what you're looking for and exactly what you need for your situation. And so there's a lot we're going to unpack there, Chrissy, but uh, ultimately a financial advisor should be guiding you to the best case solutions 
to get you to your financial goals or your destination as efficiently and effectively as possible. Right. So they should be helping you define your financial goals and dreams and desires and helping you to define a process in order to get you to that point most efficiently and um, most effectively. And the key point I want to hit here is that it's, we believe that it is far beyond the investment management Mm -hmm. piece. A lot of people are, who are financial advisors strictly manage portfolios, deal with asset allocation and risk tolerance, how you should be invested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a very, very valuable part of financial planning. That's that's kind of foundational and core, but that is only a part of it. That's a piece of it. So a comprehensive financial advisor is somebody who takes care of things regarding your overall financial health, not just your investments, but looking at, are you spending more than you make? Uh, you know, are you saving enough for retirement? Are mm-hmm. you saving enough to meet other goals that you may have? Are you invested properly for the, to, to be able to reach the goals that you're working towards? Uh, have you considered taxes? All Is all of that stuff, you know, planned for uh, when you're looking at, at your situation? So that's, that's a broad term, but, uh, you know, we want to make sure that there's clarity around what it means and what you really are looking for. You want somebody who's going to do more than just manage your investments. You want somebody who's going to be Mm -hmm. broad in their approach um, to be able to offer you that comprehensive Mm -hmm. service. Absolutely. And furthermore, I guess, what financial advisor should I use? That's another very Mm -hmm. common question and one that you hear a lot as well. Absolutely, because uh, just as Brittany just explained, is that we have seen people have different definitions for what a financial advisor looks like, because a lot of people call themselves a financial advisor. But ultimately, what I tell our listeners or our viewers to to look for is to make sure that whoever's giving you financial advice is actually sitting on the same side of the table as you, meaning how are they licensed? Are they a fiduciary only? And the fiduciary is just a big fancy legal term that means we are obligated to put your best interest ahead of our own. And so you want to make sure that that person is obligated, not not just by moral code, because you want that, but by law to put your best financial uh, uh, situation ahead of their own. Um, And so you're looking for a fiduciary. You're looking for someone who is independent, that is not working with a big box retail firm who may be pushing a financial product, but you want someone who is selling a financial service and giving you good planning advice to get you from point A to point B in your financial destination. So ultimately looking for an independent uh, fiduciary uh, advisor who is working on your behalf for you. Um, Brittany alluded to this earlier, but what I would also say is you're looking for someone who is not just a uh, one trick pony, so to speak. I don't know how else to, to say that, that just does one area of financial planning that may just do insurance or just do investments or just do whatever it may be, health insurance, anything like that. You want someone who is going to put together a comprehensive financial plan. And so let me real quickly break down what that comprehensive plan should include. It should include an investment strategy so that you know that you're allocated correctly to get to your financial goals. It should include an income plan to know I'm not going to run out of money, right? And get rid of the biggest fear that most retirees have. How am I going to spend down my money in retirement without running out of it? It needs to include a tax plan, making sure that you're not paying Uncle Sam more than his fair share. You need to have a tax plan included in this. You need an estate plan, meaning if I become disabled or deceased, 
how do I know that the assets that I've got set aside actually get to the people that I love most efficiently, mm -hmm. right? And then last but not least, you have to have a healthcare plan, whether that's Medicare, whether that's before you hit Medicare age and you have a healthcare plan because healthcare is expensive. It's a big part of your financial planning journey when it comes to retirement planning. So if your advisor or someone that you've been speaking with is not covering all five of those areas, my uh, suggestion to you is find someone who does because we cover each one of those areas to make sure we have a comprehensive plan, not just a financial vehicle or a financial product that we're pushing, but actually having a comprehensive plan put together to where you know I have the most amount of success to be able to hit my goals that yeah, I have for myself. Yeah, that's that's good. And then another one we wanna talk about is, what do I need to bring with, with me when I have this first initial meeting mm -hmm. with the financial advisor? Mm -hmm. We prepare all of the individuals and families that we meet with, with, an, with information about this. And it's important to bring some information so that you can have a right. productive first conversation. A few examples of some of those things you would wanna take with you to the first appointment with the financial advisor would be your income and expenses you want a, a clear picture of your overall situation uh you know to so that they could see right. big picture what's going on with your finances mm -hmm. to be able to determine financial health uh, of course you may be some statements if you have investment accounts iras or roths or maybe a 401k mm -hmm. or any types of a, accounts like that statements that you could provide to allow us as advisors or whoever you're meeting with to analyze what what's in front of them to see how you're invested to see the the path that you're currently on to be able to evaluate and give, mm -hmm. uh, you know, opinions or recommendations about what next steps might would be. Mm -hmm. And there are so many questions to mm -hmm. ask. It, it feels like a lot of time folks forget that it's really important to come in, sit down and make sure that it's a good fit for Absolutely. both sides. And Something I know you do at Allon Planning Partners is you sit on the same side of the table with That's folks right. when mm -hmm. they come in and have that conversation, that candid conversation, and help folks create that comprehensive financial plan. And you open up your calendar to listeners of the program every week. You open up those mm -hmm. 10 spots so folks can come in, sit down, and have that plan created at no cost or obligation. All you have to do to set up that appointment is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also go to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And you can set something up directly from the website. And Jay, Brittany, we're going to take a quick break, but I know we have a lot more in store for folks. What is coming up on the other side? Coming up next, we are going to break down a few more really important questions that you should be asking your financial advisor when you sit down. Alon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee, the founders of Alon Planning Partners. If you have any questions about financial planning, preparing for retirement, tax planning, estate planning, long-term care, you name it, social security, the list goes right. on and on. Alon Planning Partners has you covered. All you have to do to get in touch with Brittany and Jay is call 800 971 
800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And we're covering some of the really important questions that folks ask you all the time when you sit down to meet with them for these comprehensive financial roadmaps, these plans, the written plans that are customized Mm -hmm. to folks. And a a very important question that folks have is, how much should I pay to meet with a financial advisor? What's it cost? Very important question. That's the question. What's it going to cost me? And as fiduciary advisors, we never shy away from this, right? Because we want to include how we get paid in in the scenario, right? There's going to be a very disclosed uh, amount because we, obviously, everyone likes to make money. We want to make money and we want to be profitable as you do in your family, in your budget, right? Um, But we want to make sure that our clients know exactly how we get paid. And that is the most important thing. So how much should you pay? I tell folks when you're sitting down with someone for the first time um, and you're trying to decide, is this a fit for me? You shouldn't be paying anything for that discovery meeting. You shouldn't be paying anything for someone to take a look at your situation and to say, here is the value add that I'm going to be able to add to your situation, right? Uh, Just like we talked about in the first segment, if they are just selling you a financial product, like, hey, here's a vehicle that you should be uh, looking at getting into with your finances. Well, you maybe want it to be a little bit more comprehensive than that. So how deep of a value are, is this advisor going to be giving you in your situation? Are they going to get you to your financial destination with the most efficient and effective way possible? That's what I keep going back to is, are they going to get you to your financial goal more efficiently and more effectively than you could on your own? And that's what we try to help our clients get to. We try to put together uh, an allocation strategy and an investment management strategy. We try to put together an income strategy so that they know when and where and how to take Uh, funds. We put together a tax strategy so they're not paying taxes at an exuberant amount, right? Uh, So we we put together uh, an estate plan. We we bring in estate attorneys and try to help them walk through what's a will-based plan versus a trust-based plan. You know, do you have the documents in order for your power of attorneys for financial and for healthcare? Mm -hmm. We take a look at healthcare. There you go. Uh, Again, on healthcare costs and how do we make sure that you are um, keeping those at a sustainable level. So if, if you're whoever's sitting down in front of you is only talking about one area, then I would say you may want to question one, am I with the right financial advisor, but two, how much should I really be paying for that service? Right? Just that alone. Um, so you want to make sure that you have a comprehensive plan put together and you should pay them based on the value that they're adding to your situation. And that should be something that's discussed at that first meeting. If if that's something your advisor is unwilling to discuss mm-hmm. or disclose, super red flag. That's a that that that's a concern, right? Be concerned point. if they won't address that. That that's something that they should openly discuss and be able to clearly define how they're paid and what it looks like for the client uh, to to take take that payment. Yeah, so that's a pretty easy question to to ask, right? Because fo- most folks know to ask. How much is this going to cost me? Absolutely. <laughs> right? that's Most the of the question. time, that's good. And your advisor should be telling you immediately, it's going to cost you this for this service, this for that service. Mm-hmm. Here's exactly what your cost is going to be for that value that we're adding. It needs to be something that you clearly understand and it's not uh, vague at all. Right. Okay. Secondly, 
you need to make sure that if you don't know anything to ask past that, you don't, you know, because a lot of times if we go into the doctor's office, let's just say, and uh, we're getting blood work done or what, we may not know which blood levels to ask for, <laughs> you know, like, Great point. Hey, I, yeah, you know, I want this, uh, ran this to check run. this panel. Mm -hmm. I want this panel ran to check you. You have no idea. So what we try to do is help the people that come and sit down with us and say, listen, we're going to take the heavy lifting off of you. You don't have to come up with some random questions mm -hmm. that you've got to ask. We're going to show you all the questions you should be asking. And we're going to explain these to you before you even have the question to ask. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where we walk into the who, the what, the where, and the why. And, I, and, and if I just was real brief to explain each of those, we want to explain to you who's giving you financial advice, who you should be listening to as a financial advisor and why, we want to talk about the what, what is my, what is my money being invested in? Where are my funds? You know, what is it? What is it that you are putting my money to work in? Right. Uh, what asset classes are you going to be using? You need to ask where, where is my money going to be held? Is it going to be held here at your institution or is it going to be held at a third party custodian? Um, you need to finally ask the why, you know, if somebody, if someone's giving you financial advice, they need to be able to clearly explain to you, here's why you should be invested yeah, the way that you yeah. are. So, you know, there's a ton of questions that go within all four of those categories, the who, the what, the where, the why. But when you come and sit down with us, we're going to break down each of those areas in a way to where we've sat down with hundreds of clients in the past, you know, like the past few years even. Um, and so by doing that, we can pretty much summate like all of those uh, questions mm -hmm. and boil them down into categories. And so that we can tell you, Hey, it's okay. If you don't know exactly what to ask, we're going to show you some things. Hopefully you haven't even thought about asking, right? Because yeah. that's why we're the professional doing it. I hope my doctor, when I go in to <laughs> get blood work says, Hey, which panel should I run? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Like, I hope he's not asking me that. Yeah. I hope that he's yeah. telling me, <laughs> here's the panels we should run based on what symptoms that you're talking about, or here's what panels we should run based on where you're at in your life right now. So I'm wanting our clients and the folks who come in to, to set with us to have that weight taken off of their shoulders so that they can come in and say, Hey, tell me what I should be doing. What should I be asking? And we have a conversation based around their situation from there. So how important is it to have a financial advisor? Yeah, well, I hope our conversation today really kind of sparks your interest in, in understanding more of the what the value a financial advisor can bring to your situation. In addition to that, I want to provide some information that Vanguard recently put out. They did a study uh, around the value add that a financial advisor can bring mm -hmm. to an investor's portfolio. And they determined that a 3% value add was brought to the table for those families and individuals who worked with a financial professional and an independent fiduciary advisor. Mm -hmm. And 1% of that 3% was behavioral coaching, just the financial advisor coaching through when to, when to sell, when to hold, when to buy, you mm -hmm. know, make, helping them ensure that their emotions were not dictating their That's decisions, right. but that they were able to stay the course based on uh, the trajectory they were on, the goals that they were headed towards to make them more efficient in working towards those goals. So that's that's a pretty significant increase. And then the other 2% of the 3% that, that value added had to do with, you know, the, the timing of buying and selling and all of that. Yeah. So that study really showed the value add of a financial advisor if they're giving good advice and, and helping you 
work through not making emotional decisions. Yeah. And I know Chrissy, you uh especially like watch The Office, right? Oh, <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. So we like The Office. And so there's one episode that came to my mind that Michael Scott is listening to the GPS and he drives into a lake. <laughs> the machine knows. And so, <laughs> and so and so literally the machine was telling him to go up and around and get on the right road, right? The plan was saying get on the right road, but he was feeling like no, it's telling me to turn right, right here, <laughs> not up and to the right. And he ends up going with his feelings and he drives into the lake. Okay. <laughs> he so does. We can't have people driving into an emotional lake with their finances and their financial picture. We got to make sure that we're following the plan and the guidelines set in front of us, even when the market's volatile, even when it looks like the seas are choppy. We have to make sure that people aren't following their emotion because they'll end up driving their car into a lake. You can't do that. And so we have to make sure that we put a good plan together for folks. And that's why you need a financial advisor. You need a financial advisor for a lot of reasons, because there's a lot of things that we don't even know that we don't know, right? My job is to teach others as they come in here. Here's the things you don't know to ask. Mm -hmm. And here's what I'm going to show you, you know, and, and if someone's not doing that for you and helping coach you through that, from that point on, you don't even know what risks there are out there because they haven't been described to you, number one. But secondly, my job with the clients that I work with is to help them stay focused, keep the plans, keep the plan in front of them, stay on the plan, stay on track, keep encouraged that things go up and down, but we have planned for this. We have a plan in place, even for the volatility and don't get emotional and drive into the lake right? That's what will you help with? Which is really hard to do. It's really hard sure. to separate your emotions, especially when it comes to your money, because those are so interconnected, right? But when we have someone to kind of help us stay the course to really keep our focus on where mm -hmm. we're headed, not the storm that we're in, but keep ourselves focused ahead, that really makes a difference in the overall picture because it prevents us from making knee-jerk reactions right. out of emotion that are to our detriment. But it keeps us it keeps us working towards the goal and not moving backwards because we're afraid or because we don't know what to do. Right. That's where the professional comes in. That's where we come in to to come alongside you and to help you with those things, help you navigate. And you don't have to do it alone. Go ahead and call us 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. We would love to help walk you through the areas and ask and answer questions that you don't even know you should be asking. That's what we love to do. We love when those light bulbs come off for our clients and then they understand something for the first time or maybe they realize, yeah. oh man, I'm just in a financial vehicle or I'm just in a financial product and I don't have a financial plan. Yeah. That's why we're here. Go ahead and give us a call or go to allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule that complimentary consultation today for us to take a look and put a plan together for you that's going to get you to your financial goal. Again, that number is 800-971-4549. Don't drive into that emotional lake. Sit down <laughs> with right. Jay and Brittany Hagee and the wonderful team at Allon Planning Partners and have that financial roadmap put together the right way. 800-971-4549 and online, Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. We're going to take a short break, but what is coming up next? Well, Chrissy, coming up next, we're going to talk about the mind shift that has to take place in retirement to get you from an accumulation to a distribution mindset. 
on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with the founders of Allon Planning Partners. They are financial advisors. They are my friends, Brittany yes. Hagee and Jay Hagee. Mm-hmm. And we cover a lot of topics on the radio airwaves, but you also cover a lot of topics on your television show as well and it's you have voices for radio and faces for tv so if (laughs) folks would like i don't know chrissy i i do and if well if folks would like to verify that all they have to do is check it out tune in and you can catch jay hagee and Brittany hagee on abc channel nine sundays at 11 a.m and 5 Mm p.m and in the Knoxville area on WATE, that's ABC, at 11.35 p.m. Also, check out their YouTube channel and website, allonplanning.com. And I would be totally lying if I said I understood what goes into shifting into that decumulation Mm. phase i imagine that there's a Mm -hmm. lot of variables to consider from the emotional perspective from the financial perspective i mean there's a lot of moving parts to do this right Yeah, yeah and here's one reason why the biggest fear that most retirees have is running out of money and because the biggest fear is running out of money then running out away from an accumulation mindset to a distribution mindset can be the hardest thing that anyone yeah. faces in retirement. When you've spent 30, 40 years of your life putting money away, saving, hoping that it's growing enough to build you a bucket for retirement, and then all of a sudden you do not have an income any longer, and now everything that you see in your savings chest is going down drip by drip by mm-hmm. drip by drip, it can be daunting <laughs> for people. It can be so scary. scary. Uh-huh. Yeah, it can be a very scary and daunting task. So like, you have to be able to have someone help you through this process. And, you know, what it used to be, Chrissy, is, you know, when our grandparents and even some of our parents, they worked somewhere for 30, 40 years, they would go and and retire, and then they would get Social Security, and they would get what? A pension. Pension. And a gold watch, yeah. And a gold watch and a toaster or whatever (laughs) the bank was giving away. Big cake. So today, we don't have that same setup. And so people fear man, I've got to use my savings because social security alone isn't going to continue my lifestyle. I have to use my savings. Mm -hmm. And now the company that I work for is not going to guarantee that those savings are going to last me through my lifetime. That's up to me. I've got to put a plan together for that. Like it becomes a huge task. And it's one of the main things we focus on is one of the five uh, components of, of a true comprehensive financial plan is the income planning piece. And that is the part that gets you mentally prepared and checks you in to say, listen, we are going to set a plan for you of a distribution that is going to help you come off of this mountain of savings that you have as effectively as you rose up the mountain, right? So you don't want to climb the mountain your whole life and fall off a cliff. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you do not have a good income plan, that's what people fear. They fear, I, I, you know, I've been building, 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 climbing, 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 and now I've got to start going down this mountain. 
what happens if I fall off the cliff because all I know is up? What if I right? get down too fast? <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if I snowball down this thing? Yeah. Um, and so I understand the fear. I've looked it in the eye many times of many different families. I know exactly what it looks like. You know, I would have the same fear, right? Like we have to get through it. Um, but at the same time, if you have a good income plan and income strategy, we can help you get through this. So there's a few areas that we want to talk about uh, specifically in retirement and things to consider when planning for your distribution phase. And that first one is get mentally prepared. Uh, get mentally prepared to shift from a saving and spending down, uh, saving of your assets to a spending down of your assets. Um, and that is the most difficult thing for folks, especially if you're a saver. We meet with clients all the time who are couples that one's a spender, one's a saver. <laughs> so I don't know where you fall on that spectrum. Oh, I, I was I was thinking my my grandparents worked very hard to be they were very good mm-hmm. savers, very, very good savers. And when it came time to spend, it was a significant challenge for them because that was not how they were wired. That was not mm-hmm. something that they were used to. And I I can only imagine how important it is to work with folks that are on your team that Mm -hmm. are coaches, essentially, and helping you through that process. And so it's hard, especially for the person in that relationship, if you're the saver, not the spender. Yes, (laughs) I can imagine. And and so if you're just a saver, like a spender, maybe not have such a hard time. It's like, man, I've been spending this whole time. This is like, you know, great. (laughs) Let's do it. But a saver that's truly been saving these is going to have a very difficult time getting to the point of, okay, I'm seeing these assets go down little by little by little, and it's scary, okay? But you have to get mentally prepared for it. And the way that you get mentally prepared for that is very important. You get mentally prepared by putting together a plan that you know is going to work or a plan that you can at least stick to, a plan that can change when the environments change in order to get you to your goals, that you create a pathway for yourself to get to the end of life and still have funds left, right? Because we fear what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Fear and, the when, and when people don't know, because we've spent all of our life in one vein, now we have to move to the second vein. We don't know what it's going to be like. Right. And I could tell people all day, oh, it's going to be fine. You've got enough. It's going to be okay. Um, That's not enough. Yeah. What do you th- <laughs> And one of the number one questions I get when I meet with folks every time is, hey, is what I got enough? Mm-hmm. Is uh, what I got enough? What is what I got? Uh, is it average? Is or, it more or, than someone or else? Or what's my less? number? What's the number I need? The magic. What's, what's the, that's right. There, there is no there magic is number. No magic number. <laughs> There's wow. a lot of things that go into it. One of those things in the plan that go into it is to make sure your investments are set up appropriately. Yeah. A lot of people go into retirement and they're still have their investments set up like they were when they were making an income and working. And then that gets their account to go down a lot faster than them just taking it out. You have to know your sequence of return risk, not just how much am I getting on an average return from my portfolio Mm -hmm. anymore, but what is the sequence of those returns? And I go into very much detail with income planning on that. But if you do not know what sequence of return risk is, make an appointment. (laughs) Let's sit down and talk about that because I want you to understand when you're in retirement and you're drawing these funds down, average return is no longer the king because any of us can be like, oh yeah, that's all my advisor talks to me about. It's average return. Oh, we've averaged this or we've averaged that. It doesn't matter anymore. What matters is what is the value that you're getting and what is the yield uh, yield that you're getting in order to 
make sure I'm not running out of money. Yeah. And so you, the only way you do that is to know the sequence of returns that you're getting. Okay. So set up your investments in a way that aren't going to devastate you in retirement. Well, yeah, because what, what you don't want to be doing is, you know, moving into this decumulation phase and be drawing down on your assets while at the same time be losing mm -hmm. in substantial amounts mm -hmm. if they're invested in, in riskier investments. You, you don't want to be drawing down in those two ways, right? You've got to maintain some stability on one side while you're drawing down on the other. So that's that's what you got to prevent. So there's two shifts there, Chrissy. I don't know if you've, uh, you realize or heard that is the first one is how do I become a spender versus just a saver, right? I've got to sure. now spend down these assets. The second one is how do I make sure that I am not as aggressive any longer mm -hmm. in my portfolio, that I'm not taking too much risk in order to get me to that financial goal. So I'm not just in growth and accumulate growth and accumulate mode, but I'm in distribution and safety mode. I, you know, I, I become a student of Warren Buffett at this point. Warren Buffett's number one rule is don't lose money. Don't lose money. It's a good so, rule. Yeah, yeah, if that's his number one rule, we have to pretend like we actually believe that, right? We have to set up our investments in that way. Well, Absolutely. and what, and I want to talk to specifically those people who may have maybe larger portfolios to where they do have a bit more wiggle room and it's not, do I have enough money, but what do I do with what I have? Uh, you know, there, at that point in, in life, you may, you may still want to take a sizable amount and maybe invest that in something with a little more risk than you normally would. But what you don't want to do is to put your livelihood, the, the nest egg, your actual income funds completely at risk. That's what you want to minimize mm -hmm. so that you're not in a position to where you can't pay your basic expenses next month because mm -hmm. of what happened in the market losses this month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what you really yeah. don't yeah. want to find yourself in that position. So, and I know that's not, that's not, that's not everybody. There are a good number of families. I mean, we work with a ton of them that are in that scenario that they have their expenses covered, they have their budget covered, but then they have other buckets that they are investing for other specific purposes that aren't for supplemental income. Maybe it's to pass on to their children or, uh, or charitable organizations that they believe in, or maybe it's to, to plant some kind of organization themselves or mission mm -hmm. or something that they are passionate mm -hmm. about that they want to give out or pour back into. So whatever that is, you know, again, that goes back to our conversation we have all the time about the different buckets of money mm -hmm. and right. the different purposes for those different buckets and, and the uses for each of those. Yep. And I, I have to ask, I'm, I'm curious if folks have been working with a team or an individual for years and nobody has had the conversation with them mm -hmm. about their risk tolerance, their allocation, their at mm -hmm. a certain uh -huh. point. I mean, is that a, a red flag where you need to, to get a second opinion? Yeah. Well, most people, if you have, if you're invested in any type of market account, you have had at least the most basic of conversations with whoever is managing that because they have to put you somewhere on the scale, right? Sure. But the thing that, that happens is as time progresses, your life scenario changes you, and, and your allocation strategy should, should adjust as well. Mm -hmm. And so often that gets missed. The life transition may happen, but the allocation strategy remains the same. And most of the time that's to the investor's detriment. That's what yes. we got to prevent. And I'm going to keep ringing the bell, Chrissy. It is a huge red flag 
if whoever's giving you financial advice hasn't checked off or at least had conversations around to help you feel comfortable with all five of those areas that we mentioned. This is about income planning right here. So this is about allocation management, which is investment, investment planning and, and income mm-hmm. planning. Those mm-hmm. two are just this two topics right here. Yeah. So that's a huge red flag. But if you also haven't had conversations around taxes, around estate planning, around healthcare planning, if you're missing any one of those five holes, it's a huge red flag that you better get a second opinion. Because if, if you there again, if I was seeing a doctor and he didn't tell me about, you know, the three of the five panels that I should be running in my blood work in order to get tested, to get uh, diagnosed correctly, I'm going to say, excuse me, sir, I'm going to need a second opinion. Yeah. What's (laughs) Um, up doc? (laughs) Yeah. And so I would encourage anyone listening, let us give you that second opinion. We would love to sit down with you, hear your story, hear and understand where your assets are being held and what your financial goals are. And from there, we can put together a a appropriate allocation strategy and income plan, a tax plan, a healthcare plan, and an estate plan that fits your lifestyle. I meet with people all the times, all the time. And, and what I usually see is they may have one or two of these yeah. out of five. Wow. Right. I, I very, very, very rarely with hundreds of meetings every year, come across anyone who says I've have all five of these covered. Yeah, right. That's true. Because most folks are working with individuals and big box retail firms who are addressing one problem in their life. Investment management. Mostly. Yep. And so we have to, and you have to, as a consumer, know if I'm paying someone for this service, I want all the comprehensive help I can get. I want the full service. I don't want, you know, my left hand to not know what my right right hand is doing. So we need to make sure it's comprehensive and full. And Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Elon Planning Partners can help you do just that whether you have a plan and would like it reviewed or if you would like to sit down and have a conversation and have that customized and comprehensive financial plan created jay and Brittany are kind enough to set aside 10 openings every week for listeners of the program to come in sit down and do all of the things that jay has just mentioned all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549 and all at no cost or obligation. You can also schedule directly from the website. That's allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Brittany, Jay, we're going to take our final break, but... When we come back, you know what time it is. Yeah, we get to take listener questions as always, and we look forward to answering those. That's it. Coming up after the break. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with the dynamic duo, the founders of Allon Planning Partners. If you have questions about retirement, financial planning, your investments, social security, long-term care, you name it, Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon Planning Partners have you covered. In fact, they open up bots on their calendar every week for listeners of the program to come in, sit down, and have that customized and comprehensive plan created all at 
no cost or obligation. And the number to call to schedule that sit down is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Also, you can schedule online at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Brittany J., we get questions from listeners every week, and Mm -hmm. we are going to try to get through as many as we possibly can to help folks that are listening. So we're going to start out with my employer just cut our 401k match completely. Mm -hmm. They used to match 100% of our first 6%, but now they're just contributing nothing. I keep telling my wife that if they're not going to match, we shouldn't put any money in either. Can you guys help me explain why to her? Hmm. Okay. That's interesting yeah. uh, and disappointing. I know it, it feels disappointing to have that match cut because that's a huge benefit as it an is. employee. It's a huge benefit to have a, your employer match what you're contributing. Unfortunately, if that's not an option, uh, I want to ask maybe why you would consider not contributing at all. Um, because that, if your employer is not contributing that therefore really minimizes what you're able to save each year, which means you may actually want to contribute more, whether it's to this 401k or maybe to an outside IRA. Uh, you know, so there's some pros and cons to this. One of the, uh, the pros to your 401k, whether your employer matches it or not, is that you can contribute more dollars to your 401k than you can an outside or individual retirement account, an IRA. So you can put away more for retirement through a 401k. So I don't know that I would recommend really discontinuing contributing at all because that just minimizes your retirement savings when really you're in a position where you need to add to what you're already contributing because your employer is no longer matching. Um, In addition to that, you could put funds into an individual retirement account, an IRA. Now, the negative with that is you can contribute less. You have you have lower limits as to what you can cr- contribute annually to that type of account. But the benefit is that you have more control. Mm-hmm. With a 401k, you're limited to your employer's options and to what the plan offers, those specific options. Whereas with an individual retirement account, you can invest that into just about anything. So there's more options for investing there. Absolutely. So I don't know that I would recommend you know, not contributing at all because your employer doesn't. Yes, it's disappointing. And yeah, that definitely minimizes your overall contributions to that account for the year. But it really emphasizes to me the need to to contribute even more to prepare for your future. Yeah. So ultimately what Brittany just said is you want to make sure that you still are continuing in a retirement planning process. So you want to make sure that you're putting away somewhere. And so it could be that you want to continue putting away in the 401k. It could be that you want to put away in a Roth IRA or an IRA or a SEP IRA if you have any uh, 1099 income. Whatever that looks like, that you need someone to walk you through, where is the best place for me to now put away for retirement if I'm no longer going to utilize just my 401k? Yeah, what are my options for saving? What are my options for preparing? And how can I maximize those dollars, especially now that my employer is no longer contributing? 800-971-4549. If you have questions for Jay and Brittany Hagee, next up, would a reverse rollover from an IRA to a 401k 
help to reset your contribution limit for the year? That's an interesting question because a lot of times folks are wanting to roll their uh, 401k into an IRA for uh, whatever purposes of, um, you know, expanded investment options, as Brittany was talking about earlier. Uh, do You can, if the plan allows it, do a reverse rollover and roll your money into uh, a 401k, but that's not going to increase your contribution limit at all. Your contribution limit will remain the same, even if you do a rollover into the plan. Um, so there's still going to be a contribution limit, uh, and it won't help uh, in any way expanding that or whatnot. Um, but you want to make sure the first question gets answered. Should I do it? Yeah. Should I do a reverse rollover? Well, there's a lot of reasons maybe you should, but there's a lot of reasons maybe you shouldn't. And so we would like to process that with you a little bit more individually before we would tell you here's, yeah, go ahead and do that. Right. Uh, we want to make sure that, that it's the exact thing that you should be doing for your retirement funds. Next up, my husband is 57 and aiming to retire at 65. His main IRA is with a big box chain and has about 330000 in it. After mm-hmm. listening to the show, I figured I'd take what I learned and check the stock to bond ratio. Okay. I almost fell out of my chair. 86% stock. Wow. Should we rebalance with more bonds? We also have a 401k with 150000 Thank you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. The ratio uh, seems a little bit high to me. Uh, I don't know every scenario in your, uh, you know, every position in your scenario, but absolutely um, seems a little bit high for your age and your time horizon here. So why don't you uh, go ahead and I'm going to give a good answer for this one. Call in and schedule that appointment (laughs) because I will, it may just be that we need to reallocate altogether and not really just put more bonds in your portfolio that that's not always the right answer. So I would love to take a look at it. But yes, 86%, unless you are a very, very aggressive investor, seems a bit high and you would want to look at a reallocation balance. The number to call with questions for Jay, Brittany and the team at Allon Planning Partners is 800-971-4549. You can also call and set up a time to sit down with the Hagees and have that comprehensive and customized financial plan created at no cost or obligation. 800-971-4549. You can also schedule online, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And the show blew by yet again, but of -hmm. course I want to get your final thoughts yeah, just as kind of a recap for the whole show, the 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 main point here is you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't even have to know all the questions. <laughs> you, you that that is where we come in. You don't have to walk the road alone. That is why we wanted to when we started this radio show and, and our TV show, we chose the Allon Exchange as the name because we want you to come in and exchange your questions for some answers for your financial problems with some solutions. Mm-hmm. And there's this, this exchange that happens between us and you to where we're able to partner with you and get you the answers and the creative solutions that you're looking for. And really, like we talked about uh, throughout a lot of the show is not just giving you the answers to the questions, but giving you the questions themselves to ensure that you are getting the service that you deserve, the service that you're looking for to make not just a decent scenario from your situation, but to make the best situation out of your entire 
financial situation. That is what we're here for. And that is what we love to do. So you can reach out directly to us and schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website. You never even have to pick up the phone if you don't want to. You go to allonplanning.com. There's a link that says start the conversation. You can schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website and find a link there to our calendar and you can schedule a time that's convenient for you. And we'll walk you through all this one-on-one question and answer time. We'll, we'll bring those solutions. Give that exchange. Bring your questions. We've got answers. Bring the problems. Bring the struggles. We've got some solutions to help you walk through. All that and much more in our complimentary consultation offered today. Today, it is important for us to stop and pause and remember um, all of those who gave their life in service to uh, our country. And so we live in the greatest country on the face of planet Earth, in my opinion. We have freedoms today that other countries dream of having. And we want to, you know, not only do we thank the ones who are serving today and have served in the past, but we want to remember. That's what this weekend's about. We want to remember those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and have died so that we would know freedom. And so we're just super grateful for that today. And I would encourage all of our listeners, take a few moments this weekend uh, when you're enjoying and celebrating family to just pause and remember and be thankful for those who have given their life so that we can. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights. Re-